Welcome to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast, where we are empowering youth female athletes to play and live confidently. My name is Shay Hatto, and each week I will bring you new episodes to teach you the strategies and tools that you need in order to live a confident, empowered life both on and off the playing field. So today I want to focus on how you as a parent can have a better relationship with your daughter while giving her more autonomy and building confidence. So after talking to hundreds of parents, especially, you know, over this last year, um, I've observed some really subtle but recurring things that are happening with a parent player slash daughter relationship. So today I'm going to talk about those observations I've identified and some shifts that you can make to better support your daughter in building confidence without straining the relationship. So growing up, my dad was really, really invested in my athletic career. Uh, From being my coach, you know, all the way up until I was 12, um, to just being a parent as I got older. And although sports, you know, brought us closer together, it gave us a lot of things to talk about. um, In a lot of ways, it brought us together. So that was a great thing. But also, in a lot of ways, it created a lot of tension in our relationship, whether he was my coach as a coach-player relationship, or whether he was just my dad in that instance as the the um, parent-player relationship. So, for example, when I was playing well, things were good between us. We weren't arguing. Things were great, right? And when I wasn't playing well, when I wasn't performing, things were not so good because he knew that I was capable of so much more. And I'm sure it frustrated the heck out of him when he could see that I wasn't playing to my full potential, right? Because he only wanted what's best for me and only wanted me to to succeed. But as a 12 year old, I also took that as him putting a lot of pressure on me to be the best all the time, no excuses, right? And at that time, Um, I I didn't know how to communicate with him about it. I didn't know how to tell him, hey, dad, what you're saying or doing is is not helping my confidence, right? I didn't know how to express that. I didn't know how to start the conversation around it. And it really wasn't until last year when I did the Facebook Live that we sat down and we talked about it. Like we literally, until that Facebook Live, we did not talk about it. So moral of the story is that I don't want sports to negatively affect your relationship with your daughter as it did with my dad and I. I want sports to bring you guys together. Um, I want you guys to be able to have a strong relationship without all the pressure and strain um, that sports can can put on a a parent-child relationship. So today I am going to share four things that I've observed from conversations with you guys and also my own experience and how you guys can better support your daughter during her confidence journey. And just a little uh, disclaimer before I get into these. If I say something that offends you, just know that it's purely out of love. Um, It's not a knock on you as a parent. I'm not a parent myself. So I'm just being honest and just know that everything I'm saying is purely out of love. All right, just had to get that out of the way. Um, So the first thing, kind of the first shift is that you guys have to walk the talk, 
right? So every single parent that I talk to says, oh, my, my daughter doesn't listen to me. I'm just her mom or my daughter doesn't lis listen to me. I'm just her dad. And that's absolutely how it is, right? I didn't listen to my parents. No teenager wants to listen to their parents, right? It's almost like they want to do the opposite of what you say, right? Raise your hand or put yes in the comments if your daughter almost wants to do the opposite of what you say, right? That's like, I'm trying to rebel against you. So yes, your daughter doesn't always listen to you, but, and there's a big but here, but she does watch what you do, right? So she doesn't listen to you all the time. Sometimes she does, but she watches what you do. We all know that actions speak louder than words. So instead of talking to your daughter about how she can be better, about how she can improve her confidence, about why she needs to go train, about the importance of nutrition, about all of that stuff, instead of talking to her about it, show her, show her, take action on it yourself. So specific examples around like the whole confidence piece, right? Because I know a lot of you are saying, you know, I, I tell my daughter she's good enough and that I believe in her and I, and I try to instill all these great things, right? And she just doesn't hear it. So like a few specific confidence strategies is like, why don't you do the confidence strategies with her? Do the exercises I talk about, visualize, do affirmations, listen to the podcasts, read the books, like do the things so that she can see that you're not just talking about it, but that you're being about it. Okay. So again, number one is walk the talk. Your daughter doesn't always listen, but I guarantee you, whether you believe it or not, she is always watching you. So if you're just doing the little things, she's going to kind of follow along. She's going to see that you're just not talking about it, but you're actually doing it yourself, which is super, super powerful. Okay. So that's number one. Okay. Number two is to not take it so seriously. And like I said, I hope I don't offend anyone with this. But like a lot of parents that I talk to, they're always like, oh, I'm not that, I'm not that super crazy, like soccer mom, right? We all know those super crazy soccer moms. And they tell me that, and I believe them, right? And they, and they tell me that because they want me to know that they aren't the ones putting pressure on their daughters, right? And I totally believe you. I believe a lot of the times when I talk to players, they put their own pressure on them, like the pressure's coming from them. But I have a theory here. And my theory is that by you taking everything, the sport so seriously, games, practices, by you taking everything so seriously, she perceives that as pressure, right? And it may even be a little bit subconscious. But if she sees you getting worked up about games, about practices, about college, about training on your own, about all of that stuff, She's going to perceive that as, oh, mom really cares about this. So I've got to perform. And if I don't, then mom's probably not going to be very happy. And when I say mom, mom or dad, right? Or like mom is telling everyone how awesome I am. So I've got to perform because I, I can't not live up to all the hype, right? Um, or another one is like, if I, if I perform well, I know that mom's going to be happy. So I hope this is making sense. If it's making sense, type makes sense. Um, but where I'm trying to get with this, and I'm not saying that pressure is bad. Pressure is a privilege. Pressure isn't always a bad thing. I believe it's great when it's applied correctly and responded to correctly. 
But overall, I think that parents worry way too much about their kid's sport. I think everyone worries too much about their sport. It's just a sport. It's just a sport. So realize that when you chill out a little bit, and even if you have to fake it for a minute, even if you really care, but you got to fake it for a minute, I promise you she'll probably start to feel less pressure and probably play more freely if you're not as like uptight and like serious about it all the time. Okay. So that's number two is to don't take it so seriously. It's just a sport. It's not the end of the world. Right. And number three is to communicate. So this was a really big topic of the discussion that I had with my dad in the Facebook um, in the Facebook live. Um, but like when, like I was talking about earlier, when I was growing up, I never communicated. Never did we once have a communication around that, right? He thought he was helping me when it was only hurting. And I, and like, he would have never known that it was hurting him or that it was hurting me because I never told him. I never expressed to him how it was making me feel. And it strained our relationship for a very long time just because we didn't communicate about it. So this is something that I always challenge my girls to do. And I'm going to challenge you guys to do it too, is I challenge my girls. I say, Hey, if you guys feel like your, your parents are negatively affecting your confidence in whatever way, I want you to go open up a conversation and talk to them about how it makes you feel. So for you guys, as the parents, I want to challenge you to be the one to open up the conversation. Ask your daughter, Hey, Sally. What can I do to better support you in becoming more confident and having more fun and achieving your goals, right? Every player, every girl's going to respond differently. Some of them are going to say, Hey, I want you to back off a little bit. Some of them are going to might, might say, Hey, I want you to push me a little bit harder. Okay. But I want you to open up the door to have the conversation as a kid. It's, it's hard to open up the conversation sometimes, so I'm going to challenge you guys as the parents to, to just really kind of ask and be curious about what you can do to better support. And that way you don't have to guess. It's a lot easier to do the right things if we don't have to guess what to do. So communication is key. And that's really, I think if my dad and I would have communicated a long time ago, it would have saved us a lot of trouble. It would have saved us a lot of pain. Um, and a lot of arguments, to be honest. Number four is to release control of her failures and her successes. Okay, like I said, I am not a parent. So I don't know what it feels like to have a kid and like really, really, really want something for them. Okay, so I know as a parent, you don't like the last thing you want is to see your daughter hurt, is to see your daughter sad, is to see your daughter fail, etc. I know you guys don't want that. That's the last thing you want, but you can't protect her forever. The more you try to prevent her from failing, the harder it's going to be for her when she does fail. Right. And I think really as parents, that's probably one of the hardest things that you guys have to do is to let your kid just fail. Much easier said than done. Like I said, I can't say that I have to do that. But when you try to protect her from all of her failures and you try to say, no, don't do this, do this instead, and you're trying to control her successes and her failures, 
it doesn't let her learn. It doesn't let her mess up and feel it and learn from it. And when she doesn't learn from it, when she doesn't fail, her confidence is never going to get better. Sometimes you have to learn and, and, and go through the ringer to, to really, I guess, see the other side. So failure is the best teacher. So let her fail. Okay. Without my failures, I wouldn't be doing this right now. I don't know what I'd be doing, but I wouldn't be doing this. Okay. So let her fail. Let her pick herself up, be there to support her, but let her fail. And then on the other side is releasing control of her successes. Okay. So releasing control of her successes. So I know as a parent, you want so badly for her to succeed in everything she does, right? But you can't want it for her. She's got to want it for herself. If she wants to become more confident, it's got to come from her. I can do what I can to help. You can do what you can to help. But if it's not coming from her, she's, it's, it's just not going to happen, right? There's only so much you can do as a parent to help your daughter excel. Excel, that's a new word, to excel and succeed. There's only so much you can do. You can, you can give her all the tools, give her all the resources, do all of that. That's great. But after that point, there's not much you can do after that. So at the end of the day, it's all up to her. So release control of her successes and her failures. Let her mess up. Let her fail. It's going to happen at one point or another. So it's better to happen when she's younger than when she's older. The more she fails when she's younger, the more resilient she's going to be when she's older. And it's a lot easier to fail when you're young than it is to fail when you're old like us.